Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your interviewer, Louise Robbins, and I would like to introduce Patrick Heck, running for Alder from District 2. As we begin, please tell our viewers a bit about how your educational, vocational, and civic experience has prepared you for the position and why you decided to run for Alder. Well, my, uh, my educational background is in climate and weather sciences. I'm a researcher on campus, and that, that directly informs some of my attitudes about one of the key issues in, in our city and in our district, and that's flooding and climate change. But uh, uh, primarily, my motivation for running for District 2 Alder has been my advocacy on behalf of neighbors in District 2. I've been involved with uh, the Tenney Lapham Neighborhood Association for six years now, I think, and I've chaired that group's development committee, and that's the, the committee through which all development proposals in the, in the neighborhood pass through for neighborhood evaluation, so projects like the Constellation and Galaxy, as well as affordable housing projects like the Breeze behind the Lyric and the soon-to-be-constructed Valor. I, I've also um, been on the City Zoning Board of Appeals for a couple of years, so have a good understanding of planning and zoning and development-related matters. I uh, have been the uh, condo association president in my condominium for a pushing 10 years now, kind of a thankless job. And I've uh, also, in the past, uh, chaired the board of directors of an organization in Virginia, Equality Virginia, the equivalent of FAIR Wisconsin here, which does advocacy and lobbying on behalf of LGBTQ rights. Madison's efforts to address chronic homelessness have appeared to fall short, especially with regard to providing sufficient support systems for a housing-first approach. What ideas do you have that might create greater, create the greater success for projects such as the one on Tree Lane? Well, I, I, I think Housing First is absolutely where we need to, to be. We need to continue to bolster those efforts. I think the recent compromise that was reached by Common Council to, to fund more trauma-informed services and general wraparound social services is definitely what we need to do. Uh, I, I think uh, having security at those facilities is important, but uh, the people who live there need to have a sense of dignity and freedom, and um, I think social services are the proper approach. We're learning as we go. It's, it's a complicated problem. Uh, I, I think the best we can do is look to other cities that have similar approaches and, uh, and try to adopt those. The Madison Police Department has been faulted for not having appropriate policies and training around de-escalation and use of force, especially with regard to people of color. What is your perspective on whether any changes are needed in ways Madison police operate in our community? Uh, I, I Actually, just this past fall, I graduated from the MPD Community Academy, so I have some familiarity with their training and standard operating procedures related to uh, use of force and implicit bias and, and related matters. I will say that uh, I probably interacted with 25 different cops in this community academy, and without exception, I was so impressed with their 
knowledge and, and acknowledgement of implicit bias, and they, I think they really understand the issue, uh, how that translates into uh, how they actually do their jobs and how the overall department uh, manages such issues, I think is uh, something we need to continue to look into, and, and some recommendations in the OIR report address this, and I'm, I'm uh, very interested in, in having most of those uh, recommendations implemented, but but basically, I think the the on the street cops do a great a great uh, great job, and that uh, some uh, additional public oversight of of the police department is is not a bad thing. There's a perception that Madison's story is a tale of two cities, one in which people of color are less likely to experience success. What can be done to ensure that Madison is a community in which all people can thrive? Very tough problem, and uh, I think it's absolutely true that, that there, there is less chance for success, and I think the empowered majority is just starting to own up to that. We've seen a lot of documentation about uh, different measures in the schools and in terms of economic opportunity that, that verify this, and it, it's uh, anybody that's been doing anti-racism work or uh, understanding implicit bias realizes this. Um, I think we can, uh, as a community, we need to own up to uh, the fact that we do have implicit bias, which is the first step. And I think some people aren't quite there yet, but I think we're getting there. I, I think expanding the use of the city's equity lens and putting more teeth in it is important. And, and uh, I think every decision that is made has to be done through the equity lens. And that includes budgetary matters, contracting matters, and, 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 and related things. What issue have you identified as being of primary concern to the residents of your district, and how would you approach tackling it? Well, as I've been knocking on the thousands of doors that I've, I've been doing since I started this campaign in November, uh, I would say two issues come to the front, uh, flooding and concerns about housing affordability for both uh, renters and homeowners. I'll address the second. I, um, I have a, a lot of background in the affordable housing area due to my role with, with uh, leading the Neighborhood Association's evaluation of, of development proposals. Uh, and and I, I think we can expand our tool set that, that developers have for new affordable housing projects, uh, possibilities of, of uh, stressing uh, TIF usage for affordable housing developments, which is already city policy, but uh, making it easier for those to happen. And uh, things like uh, developments like the Breeze and the Valor in, in Tenney Lapham are perfect examples. But I also think we need to... Uh, maintain and promote existing housing stock in District 2. There are uh, hundreds of multi-flats that uh, service workers and graduate students and uh, public school teachers even live in that are affordably priced, and I think we can't um, uh, just remove all those to increase density. I think we need to promote uh, renovation of them, but keeping them affordable so that a diversity of people can live in the neighborhood. Also expanding cooperative housing and intentional communities, and I think the city can incentivize, incentivize that. I'd also like to see the small cap TIF program that Alder Zeller's championed 
be funded again so that uh, uh, owner occupancy and multi-flats can be promoted. The relationship between the council and the mayor appears at times contentious. Is this a problem? And if so, how would you improve the relationship? I, I understand from speaking with, with many other uh, alder, with many alders that uh, this has been a problem. And um, I think that there's going to be a, a tremendous opportunity with as many as 10 new alders coming on to council. I think communications can be recalibrated. Uh, additionally, uh, I, I, if we have a new mayor, I think that's going to be a paradigm shift and uh, there'll be a, another opportunity there for uh, avenues of communication to, to open up. What changes, if any, should be made in how the city approaches major projects such as Judge Doyle Square and the public market? The, uh, the you know, the the relationship with Beitler Real Estate related to Judge Doyle Square has been uh, in the media a lot. And, and um, I, I think that an open and transparent process needs to uh, always be uh, at the forefront. Uh, the, the, the amount of money, public money, that's involved in this is tremendous, and it, it's a super important project that, that needs eyes on it from everywhere in the community at all times. Uh, I also think that the RFP process for the, the new portion of it that's going to be on top of the podium, on top of the parking garage, uh, presents a tremendous opportunity. I, I'm, to have affordable housing to, uh, required in that is, is a great idea. And it's the, the, the RFP process is really where you can control those things. And it, 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 I think it was faulty in the, in the beginning. What council committees do you want to serve on and why? Given that I'm uh, on the Zoning Board of Appeals and have uh, extensive background in development-related matters, the Plan Commission seems like a good fit, uh, and, and I think I could accomplish a lot there. I'm also in, interested in transportation, so the transportation planning uh, board could could be a good fit, too. I'm a a bicycle and bus commuter, so I think that could that could be a good fit. I'm also interested in preservation matters, given the, that we have uh, local and national historic districts in within District Two. I've been participating in the Landmarks Ordinance Rewrite Committee and preservation historic preservation planning process. So I, I'd like to see that ad hoc uh, ordinance rewrite committee finish its work, and, and I could like to participate in that. What would you like to say to the viewing audience as we complete this interview? I'd, uh, I, I think I'm ready to be Alder. I, I think District 2 is very active. It's full of activist people, and it has a tremendous amount of development and change going on. There are uh, also local businesses popping up, restaurants, bars, everything that's, that's really morphing the neighborhood. I think I have the background to hit the ground running and represent the interests of homeowners as well as renters uh, and, and work on the affordable housing issues. I, I, I think I have that background. I want to thank Patrick Heck for speaking with us and the viewing audience for taking the time to know your candidates. Please vote in this and every election. 
On behalf of Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, I thank you for joining us. Yeah.